This is JC Talks, a leadership podcast, episode 46 with me, your host, JC Hurtado Prater. Today, we're talking about the fact that, yes, leadership can be taught. The leadership mind is democratic, not elitist. Everyone is capable of leadership and everyone needs it. A well-led organization consists of nothing but leaders. That's a powerful statement. This is a short point long on significance and it leads us to the consideration of the teachability of leadership. Leadership is teachable. Leadership can be facilitated or it can be challenged into existence as in the Socratic method. I'm reading from Leadership, the Inner Side of Greatness, a philosophy for leaders by Peter Kostenbaum. And he wraps up this chapter, chapter eight, which is all about developing the mind. He wraps it up by talking about the fact that leadership can be uh it can be taught, not just caught. There are some people that say that that leadership can only be caught. You're kind of born with it, or maybe you aren't, or you kind of, you know, you're, you know, you're either clueless or you aren't. And I think there's some truth to that as well. I think there's some people that I've seen re- really try to lead and they just can't do it. It's just they're, they're just they're just not wired for it. They're much better just kind of being a yes person and and you know taking those orders and and you know companies and organizations need those as well. But what Peter Kostenbaum is arguing. Um, what he is, what he is putting forth is the fact that leadership can be taught for the person who wants it and really is willing to do the work. It can be taught. Some say here, and here's what he has to say. Some say that leadership cannot be taught, but that it, it can only be learned. Plato wrote that human beings are born with wisdom. Teachers do not tell anything new to their students because the knowledge exists already pregnant within them. Instead, the authentic teacher helps the truth to be born. The teacher facilitates challenges, in short, empowers a point to which we will return later. He goes on to say this in sum, no one should think of himself or herself as a born leader. Leadership ability, skill, and even charisma can be acquired, and if already present, can be improved and put to more effective use. Now, obviously, I believe this. I have given my life to this idea of leadership and organizational develop uh, development. Obviously, I believe that leadership can be, you know, it can be trained, it can be developed, it can be taught. I believe that there's a science and an art to leadership. And I think the greatest leaders understand both. Some leaders, and I remember back in the army, I, I'm thinking of him as I'm saying this, some leaders understood uh, the art of leadership. And they knew how to finesse and they knew how to talk and they, you know, they knew, but they didn't quite understand the strategy. They didn't quite understand the organizational development piece of it. They didn't quite, you know, get the nuances, you know, the more the organizational nuances to leadership. And then other leaders were really great on the science side. They understood all the nuances. They understood all the strategy. They understood all the development. They understood all of this, you know, uh, when it comes to the business and innovation and creation and all this other stuff. But what they couldn't quite grasp is the art of leadership, which is the people side, you know, communication, learning how to talk to people, learning how to build relationships, learning how to empower, 
learning how to develop. They couldn't understand that. Here's what Peter Costa mom goes on to say that leadership is taught by releasing leadership energy, by helping others learn to lead, by understanding leadership does more. It helps you recognize leaders, helps you select those whom you wish to cultivate. So here, so here's the deal. If you have this mindset that leadership can be taught, not just caught, it keeps your mindset open. And this is an in organization I would highly recommend for you as leaders, for the organization to have this mindset that leadership, yes, it can be taught. Now, now not everyone's going to want to learn, and that's okay, unless you have a culture that says we want all leaders, you know, that should be okay. But if somebody steps forth and says, hey, I want to I become a leader. I want to help the organization move forward. I want to do greater things in my community. I, you know, um, I want to impact the world around me, whatever it is. Or, or maybe you have a child, you have a son or daughter that steps up and says, I want to learn how to lead. Well, that's amazing as a parent if you hear kids say that and you, and you just give them jobs to do around the house and, and they can start l- learning to lead right there. And, and you can provide feedback and coaching. That'd be the greatest thing. I think if there's anything that I would love to hear any of my kids say to me, it'd be to come up and say, Dad, uh, I want to learn how to be a leader. And here's the deal. As a teacher, I'm going to learn how to lead in the process of helping them learn how to lead. This is what the learning organization is all about. It's understanding that everyone has the ability to learn. And the beauty of it is that myself in the role of a teacher, uh, I'm learning while I'm teaching. As a matter of fact, they say the greatest way to learn is to teach, right? So I would, I would dive in deep and say the greatest way to lead is to teach leading. That means you constantly have to be empowering and mentoring other people. You've got to be bringing people up within your organization. And so I would say this, only hire people who want to go higher in the organization. If you have a mindset that people can't, and, and, and maybe to go back to the earlier point, maybe they're going to hire, uh, you know, maybe you've got to recognize, hey, I'm going to hire this person. I heard somebody say this one time. This may be, it, it was an immature leader. They were getting ready to hire somebody and the person said, you know, I, I really see myself in a role of a, a more senior role, but I need a little bit of time. And so what I'm passionate about right now is this role of management, but probably in the next two to three years, I imagine I'm going to either start my own company or I'm going to move up and here's the position I want to move into. And the person didn't hire him. Well, he's obviously not going to be around very long, you know. Uh, two years in long enough, you know, so we, you know, I'm going to go hire someone who wants to stick around in the same position for five to 10 years. So what you're saying is you're not going to hire somebody who actually wants to grow. We should constantly be thinking either I need to make a way. Uh, so for instance, in this example, and I've heard of companies that do this, if you decide to hire somebody who has growth mindset and wants to go places, let's say they want to start their own company. Maybe it's in the same field that you're at. What if you brought this talented person on and I'm trying to make something of you? Let's say it's a healthcare business that you run. I'm, you know, I'm just throwing ideas out there. Healthcare or grocery store. I I probably know more about that because I've worked for a grocery store. So let's say you run a grocery store. You got this assistant manager coming up and he's like, man, I want to grow, grow, you know, let's say you own your own grocery store. Okay. And you've got the capital, you've been doing it for a long time, and you've got this this great assistant manager out there, and you're like, I want to hire this person. You bring him in for an interview, and they say, you know, probably within two to three years, I'm going to go start my own convenience or grocery store. Now, what the insecure leader says, well, okay, well, why don't you go do that now, and I'm not going to hire you. 
or I don't want you around here because you're going to be bringing ideas and you're going to try to help me, you know, you know, do things differently. And I don't necessarily want that. A great leadership mindset looks at that situation and says, wow, two things are going to happen. I've got this person for two years and they get to learn. They get to develop a little bit more. I get to mentor them, which means I'm going to learn. I'm going to grow higher. And they're going to make us better because obviously they have a leadership growth mindset. So they're going to help make this organization better. Um, and they're going to choose to stay because we're going to empower them, empower them, and we're going to give them many more roles to lead. And we're going to, you know, offer um, or we do all this and they choose to go. Either way. Now, now there's a third option in there. And, and here's a third option. And again, this is kind of the leadership mindset. The third option is to say, hey, you, you want to run your own grocery store takes a lot of capital, a lot of money. You may not have that. It's going to be a lot harder to go start it. What if we expanded and I'm going to give you a raise and I'm going to give you some stock in this company. I'm going to give you a, a partnership of some sort. And what if instead of going to start your own, you help me start another branch of this grocery store here. And so I'm going to send you off. And obviously we have our values. We have our branding. We have our principles. We have all that. So we need to stay within that realm. We have a certain way we do things here, but you're, you're going to run that entire branch by yourself. Now, that may keep the person around. It may not. They may say, I want to go start my own grocery business. And, you know, and that's fine as well. But a great leader takes the mindset that says, man, if I can get this person in my organization, they could help us grow. They could help this mission grow right here. I've got here underlined in my book, it says this, um, Effective organizations understand teamwork. This means that in an effective organization uh, or organizations, every individual takes responsibility for the total group. So this kind of goes back to this idea of understanding, right? And then I wrote here that leadership is training and empowering other leaders. It's everything that we've already talked about. The overall answer, okay, so he says this right here. He says this, reactions to an inner sense of greatness, um, leadership challenge tend to be strong. Some individuals are enthusiastic and find it to be exactly what is needed. Others see it as, a, as a irrelevant at best, interfering and offensive at worst. A common reaction is this subject matter is deep. How do I use it? How do I make it operational? How do I make it work for 1,000 people? So this idea of leadership development. The overall answer is that greatness in leadership consists in teaching leadership to others, in creating a teaching chain. That's the key right there. Teaching, as we have seen, involves empowerment. So this is, again, it's a teaching chain. So it goes all the way back to you want to hire people who have a development mindset, hire people who want to grow, and then you just create a chain all the way from the very top. And, and you got to understand that everybody in the organization, they're being trained and they're training others, every single person. Right. And maybe at the lower levels they're training, you know, two people or maybe three people. But as you get higher, it's one person. I'm training uh, my successor or maybe I've got a team. Maybe I'm the vice president and I have a team of four capable people under me. Any of them can take my jobs. I'm constantly helping them to get, you know, get better. And at some point you got to ask the question, which of you wants my job? OK. Uh, and so you decide may, maybe one of them steps up and says, I want the job. Well, you've got some deficiencies here. So over the next three years or two years or whatever it is, we're going to work with you on those on these deficiencies. If you don't get them straightened out, then, you know, the top job is not going to be yours. You'll kind of stay put where you are. But it puts the onus on that person. And if they're development minded, they will grow. 
He says this, let's look at teaching leadership more, more carefully. He says this to empower, right? So he provides three different ways that we do it. We empower, we give autonomy, and we give direction. Here's what he says. To empower means to release the volcanic energy and creativity in, in employees. Specifically, it means to challenge them to autonomy, right? So we give them freedom to take full responsibility, empowerment plus responsibility. That's what this is talking about. Expect them to be adults. There's a great, uh, you know, Patty McCord, um, who used to work for Netflix. She talked about this. She talks about this. Stop treating your people like they're kids. They're not kids. And, and I've, I've heard people talk about leadership in that way. And they talk about their employees like they're a bunch of little kids or puppies running around that can't be controlled and, and they need maximum amount of control. Either one, you're hiring the wrong people or number two, you're treating them in a such a way that they, you know, it becomes like a self-fulfilling prophecy. If I treat them like dogs, they're going to start acting like dogs. If I treat them like little kids, they're going to start acting like, like little kids. Expect them to be adults and treat them like adults. That's what giving them autonomy means. Challenge them to understand the meaning of human freedom, the importance of initiative, right? And then you have to give freedom for that. If someone takes initiative in your organization, and maybe it's not the initiative or the choice that you would have taken, you still have to give them freedom and empowerment for that initiative. And at the very least, give them a pat on the back. And maybe the initiative that they took failed. It didn't work the way you thought it would. It didn't, it didn't work the way they thought it would. You still give them a pat on the back. Thank you for showing initiative. This is all part of teaching leadership. The media real, uh, realism that arises from their knowing that nothing happens unless they make it happen. I was watching a TV show uh, last night. I came home and I was eating a little dinner or whatever, and I was watching the show. And in it, one, one of the characters says, uh, nobody's coming. I think that's how it goes. Nobody's coming. He was telling another character who's trying to empower him, you know, or her. I think it was. It was a man. Uh, he was trying to empower her. And he said, he said hey, uh, so here's, here's, here's a little piece of advice. Nobody's coming. Nobody's coming to save you. And she, oh, well, that's, that's kind of sad. That, no, he said, no, 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 that's totally empowering. Look, nobody's coming. You get to make the decision on this however you want to make it because nobody is coming. So that's this idea. Nothing happens unless you make it happen, right? Initiative. And it, it's also to give them, you know, direction. So you got to empower them and have a mindset of empowerment. Release them. Autonomy, give them freedom, give them direction, that is goals. And then number four, you have to support them, validate who they are, validate their initiative, give them attention and care, know what they are doing and let them know that their efforts are important to you. Okay, this is leadership. I, I want to read one more thing. And I have so many stars and I've got this highlighted. So this is obviously very important. So I want you to listen up here. A leader's responsibility is thus to work and to teach. Working means setting up systems and supervising. Teaching is mentoring and modeling how to lead people, which essentially means developing them. As you rise in levels of management, so you will need to increase your increase teaching over working. That's massively important. As you rise in levels of management, so you will need to increase teaching over working. If you're going high, and I've seen leaders do this, they just want to do the work. Read the E-Myth by Michael Gerber. He talks about this. If you start a business, 
you can't start a business because you love the actual work. So let's say you want to be, and I think he uses this example in the book. Uh, well, I love making cookies. So I'm going to start a business. And I feel like, and, and, and if I'm not smart enough, or not smart enough, if I'm not well-informed, that's how I should put it. I'm, 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 I'm going to start this business and I'm going to think I'm going to be sitting around eight hours a day just making cookies and, and people are going to come in and buy my cookies and that's all it's going to take. No, there's business. There's the business aspect. There's the financial aspect. There's, yeah, you got to pay the bills. You got to buy the equipment. Um, sales, there's marketing, right? There's all these tools that go into uh, running a business. If you got to hire people, you got to hire people. You got to do payroll. You know, you got to figure out how to do your finances so that you're not spending more than what you make, right? You can't live on credit. So there's a lot of things that go into this. And a lot of people get into leadership or they start their own business and they think, I'm just going to work even harder. I'm going to be the hardest person. I'm, I'm going to be the hardest working person here. That's not what leadership is. Leadership is teaching. And the higher you go, the more teaching you do versus working. So this is, goes back to that teaching chain that we talked about. This is the key to creating a learning organization. Everyone is being mentored and everyone is being, uh, is, 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 is mentoring others. So everyone is being taught and everyone is teaching. That's how it works in a learning organization, a true learning organization. Teaching can, or, or leadership uh, can be taught. It absolutely can be. That's all I got for you today. Teach it. And how do we do it? By creating, uh, first of all, a mindset, right? You got to have a mindset. It, it could be a mindset shift for you. Wait a minute. Everybody can become a leader if they want to be. Yes, everyone can become a leader if they want to be. What? So what do we have to do? Well, we have to provide the space for it. We got to empower. We got to give them, you know, uh, autonomy. We got to give them support. We got to give them direction, all this kind of stuff. And then let them go. And the higher you rise, the more teaching you'll be doing over the work. That's all I got for you today. Thanks so much for listening. I'll see you on the next episode of JC Talks, a leadership podcast. Take care.